Hello, hello, hello. Monday morning. Friday morning when all the possibilities are possible. Oh, it's Monday morning. We are here, David Mustard and Jenny Mustard. And this is the Good Times podcast. It sure is. Uh, when when I poured the coffee now, mm-hmm. uh, I, I I thought about that time when we went to the US, uh, when we went on our road trip. Oh, yeah. And outside of Seattle... Uh, is where they shot uh, the TV show Twin Peaks mm-hmm. uh, in 1990 or something like that. And we obviously, big Twin Peaks fan uh, fans, we went to the cafe where they shot a lot we of it. We went to like five different Twin Peaks locations yeah, because yeah, yeah. they were all shot like just in the vicinity of this little town. Yeah, a, a lot of the uh, interiors, uh, no, a lot of the exteriors in the intro. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, But but like the waterfall, yeah. the hotel. But blah, blah, blah. this cafe where they spend a lot of time in, uh, they they really capitalized on it. I don't know when they started capitalizing on it. I, I, I guess I wouldn't uh, say that they really capitalized on it. It wasn't like big arrows like Twin Peaks here. It was uh, more it, like it, said, had... it was called like the Twin Peaks Cafe, right? Was it? <laughs> I don't know. I think no. <laughs> I, I you're think making that up maybe. now. Uh, and uh, well, maybe it's called that now. I, I'm I'm just thinking when we were there, mm-hmm. 2000. 13 mm-hmm. it was like semi capitalism when it comes to twin peak stuff in that cafe yeah i'm thinking it's like 10 times more now probably why i don't know the world evolves and people just capitalize on anything they can kind of yeah but but there were you know merch and stuff there mm-hmm. and uh so but they weren't the, like it wasn't like the waitresses were wearing the uniform no 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 but, and they but, didn't like sp- say here's a you know cup of joe for you or whatever no but, but it, it said twin peaks on the cups right yeah it did yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what the a damn uh, fine cup of joe is that what exactly yeah. the the uh um what is what uh, the the agent cooper mm-hmm. uh, uh, the fbi agent in the show he he uh orders a cup of coffee mm-hmm every time he's there and he yeah. says that it's a damn fine cup of coffee and yeah. you and me we went there we were vegan so it's like they probably didn't have anything vegan so we we just ordered each a cup of coffee could yeah i don't think you could even get like soy milk right no no definitely not uh did i order a cup of coffee was i off the coffee train then because i drank tea Yeah, maybe. I, w- I was even off. Uh, no, were you? I didn't drink coffee there because they didn't have any soy milk. I'm mm. guessing Jenny ordered a coffee. I ordered nothing. Mm-hmm. And you know, you you think that you're kind of like slick <laughs> going in there, <laughs> uh, but, but but it must have been, the, you know, the people that work there. They must have been like. Here we go. Or n- not no, even here we no, go again because it happens ten so. times a day. I don't think so because I don't think that they have that many customers, Swedish people from London, going on a road trip, especially to come see the Twin Peak locations. Yeah. I don't think... I mean, it's just such a way off. So I don't think that they... It's not like they're in a city so people can go while they're doing other stuff that day. It's like either you go there and it's like a trek or you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, true. It's like a, at least a day trip. Do you know what I would have appreciated? No. If we walk in... And, and we think that we're quite slick that no one else is doing this, right? Yeah, we're like... I mean, this was... 20- at, at the Twin Peaks Cafe where they sell coffee <laughs> that probably was called Cup of Joe uh, and, and, it prob- and it said <laughs> Twin Peaks on the cup. Have I, have I dreamt this? Or was it when you go into the loo in this cafe, they have like a, have you seen this man and the sketch of Bob from the show? Have I dreamt that they actually had that like 
warranty reward uh... I had a t-shirt of that yeah I know but yeah. have I dreamt that they also I, I think they also had that on the wall oh uh, yeah maybe maybe when you went to the loop uh, anyway do you oh know what God. I would our, have our budgets were so small yes when we went that on that fine. trip so no, that was... we'll probably you got a coffee and I got nothing I mean we <laughs> yeah. didn't go to hostels we still had like our own rooms like motel rooms yeah we went to like you know we picked the cheapest no I think what we did was, because we stopped in all these small towns along the way, Mm -hmm. and we always picked the second cheapest uh, uh, motel at at every stop, just like, so it didn't feel like we were going to get murdered, just like a really shitty hotel room. (laughs) So you think the only murders happen in the absolute cheapest motel in in a town? Yes, but when we were in Seattle... We, we, uh, we, we, Can I just say, yeah, I was okay, going to say something. Do you know what I would have appreciated in yeah. the Twin Peaks Cafe? You know, we, we come there and we think that we're cool because we have found this place. You know, like mm. we discovered it. What if we walked in <laughs> and they're wearing... The, it's like discovering like yeah. Hollywood Boulevard. Yes, you know? exactly. <laughs> there's, there's a star in the pavement. Um, uh, what if the waitresses were wearing the uniforms, right, from yeah. the show? And they walk in and they address you as Agent Cooper... And like start telling you no. clues and asking how the investigation yeah, is going. The, no, that would I would have the, loved it. The, I would have loved it so much. Because there there are several of those bars around here in London. Are there? Uh, yeah, you know, like mystery bars. Yeah. And I'm like, why have oh you God, not ever gone to that? Because it's, I would it's love my, that I, stuff. I hate that. But for my first sake, of all, I hate puzzles and stuff. I love it. Yeah. For my sake, you have to take me. You have to. Yeah, sure. I told you so many times I want to go to one of those murder mystery hotels. Mm. We dress up and, you know, mm. I would love to. Yeah, let's, let's go then. You're never going to take <laughs> me. I don't think you're going to take me. It would be the best like birthday gift or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so you were talking about hotel rooms in Seattle. I think we told this story so many times because it was such a shock. No, but, was it, wait, was this our first time outside of Europe? I've, I've been to Egypt before. Yeah. But I think you had never been outside of Europe no, I, I had never been outside mm. of Europe. Mm. Um, only like many European countries. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but in in Seattle, uh, we obviously booked a really cheap hotel, mm. but super central, mm-hmm. like super super central. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it and, was so strange to hotel. And, and we got there. It was for the people that watched uh, uh, the Great Muppet Caper, <laughs> the, the the Muppets movie. Uh, from the 80s, I think. Uh, they they go to a hotel there that's like the shittiest hotel in, in England that's called the Happiness Hotel or something like that. Yeah. This was kind of like that. It was like, yeah. it was a beautiful old building. It was really old and no one had done anything to it in like, you know, 50 years. Yeah. And um, and when we got there, our room was trashed or something like that. So yeah, he so, said like, so he upgraded oh, us to a suite. Yeah, he was like, yeah. I, so your hotel room, you're supposed to be in room sixty four, but the guests who were there yesterday, I'm afraid they totally trashed it. So they, he said they trashed the whole floor. Yeah. So <laughs> it was a so party. we can't put you. We can't put you there. We were like, where the fuck have we ended up? So he's yeah, like, yeah. I'm gonna put you in a nice suite. And I mean, the room was huge. It yeah, was yeah. huge. Biggest but hotel it was room so I've ever dirty. seen. So Which dirty is and worn and not weird. Not a big hotel room, but for us it was yeah. super big. <laughs> and I remember, like, we were so shocked that, like, we didn't even want to sleep in those beds because they felt so dirty. Everything felt so <laughs> nasty, and and we were like, "What's going on?" Like our first time in the US, you know, um, Swedish people who are used to like 
being so pampered all the time. Oh come on, we 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 did live in a in two London flats by yeah, that well, time. Yeah, that's true. And but that, yeah, that's rats, true. Mice, yeah, well, that's true. But mold. we were we were still very shocked that a hotel yeah, could yeah. have this kind of standard because well, like it wasn't that cheap. It was like at least a hundred pounds per night. When when I think of a cheap hotel, the the uh, like. You know, around Europe, the, the ones that you stop, like a motel, the ones yeah. you stop at. It's it's like, it's really like super stripped down, but it's like practical, clean yeah, very, and practical and yeah. super cheap. You know, yeah. so it's clean. This was like, you know, it, it was like the, the the sheets felt like yeah, they were crumbling. You didn't want to sleep there. I, I was I was panicking, <laughs> and then we got like that night we go out to like go to a restaurant or something, mm. and in the elevator on the way down yeah. the doors open yeah. and like these four really young cool looking japanese guys walk in like a, oh. maybe 19 20 years old okay yeah yeah and they i, I look at them and i recognize myself in their like they're in, in headlights <laughs> they're in headlights shock you're like we've already been here a night <laughs> yeah so I was, no it was our first day okay. and i just felt so much more comfortable seeing them and thinking like this is probably the first time they are outside of japan too or like outside of east asia or whatever and yeah. they're also just shooketh and they <laughs> they were standing like this we were also standing like this and like nodding to each other like yeah it's it's a lot. That's it's, funny. It's That's a weird funny. one. Yeah. And that very night, our first night in Seattle, which was also our first night in the US, we went to, to a sushi place. Do you remember? I don't remember. I remember for lunch, we went to a Vietnamese place. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And was... we, we were like, oh, this is what, the, what they mean by, uh, uh, you know, American uh, portions. That was I was going to say about the sushi we had the first night. Oh, yeah. That was the same, right? Yeah. So we, we ordered like vegan tuna sushi or oh, something yes, and yes. we had never uh, we ordered it to the hotel we bought it and brought it to did we eat it at hotel no we ate it at the restaurant yeah we right? ate it at the yeah, restaurant yeah. uh and uh so it was just like a portion each of the vegan tuna yeah. uh sushi and the plates <laughs> arrive and it's like 24 pieces of sushi with a really big chunk of vegan tuna in it mm covered in the whole thing was covered in mayonnaise yeah and we were like you know i mean you know, we're big we, eaters we, we can eat we a usually lot. eat you know uh cucumber sushi yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> mushroom, mushroom <laughs> yeah. sushi but you and we can eat a lot like we probably yeah. finished it i wouldn't be yeah, surprised probably. if we if we finished it and then felt bad but it was just like they were not kidding when they say that everything is bigger in america yeah. and i remember just like going buying you know, bell pepper or an onion. It's just like there's three, four times the size. The apples are like three times oh, yeah. the size. The as size of, of um, vegetables yeah. in in, in American uh, supermarkets are Crazy. sometimes insane. Yeah, um, and like I think that we were so young, we yes, had never like experienced I, I think, anything. Uh, I've compared that to Sweden now as well. I think they're bigger in Sweden than they are here. No, I disagree. Here, they're always the, like the smallest ones. Oh yeah, except blue, blueberries. blueberries. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, all all the rest are like bigger in Sweden. Do you know what? I except pick... for broccoli. Broccoli is super big here. Yeah, broccoli. Do you, do you tiny want me to <laughs> tell, me, tell you about some more vegetables? I want to talk about blueberries. <laughs> yeah. Because Swedish blueberries are obviously the OG blueberries. I mean, we are blueberry country. You know, I'm sure there are other countries that also claim to be blueberry country. Yeah. Peru. You got some in... South Africa. You got some in... 
Spain. Chile. Okay. And sure. <laughs> I I would have to say that the Swedish blueberry is the, the real one. I'm going there. Okay. I'm, yeah. cl- I'm claiming the blueberries. Yeah. And if you look at the blueberries that you buy in here in the UK, mm. I you know what I picture th- what they've done? No. I picture them taking those gorgeous, sour, super flavorful, tiny Swedish blueberries. Yeah. And then just taking a syringe. Grape. A yeah, syringe yeah. with sugar, sugar water. water yeah. And then just injecting until <laughs> in, in they almost blueberry. pop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know why they do that. It yeah. just tastes like sugar water. It's no yeah, flavor. They, they don't taste anything. No, they, they don't, don't taste, taste like anything. So if you go buy blueberries here, mm. you always have to find the ones that look tiny. Yeah. But you almost never do. Almost yeah. never. It's, uh, it's useless. Okay, so I have something that I want to talk to you about. Uh, at oh, no, or, that sounds serious. No, no, I, I don't want to talk to you about something. Uh, you you coined a phrase the other day that I'm like, that's exactly it. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. I'm intrigued. Um, bes- bespoke people. <laughs> I mean, you started it. I just put a name on it. Yeah, you put a name on it. Uh, so David described a specific type of person. And I'm like, it's like the, they're bespoke. Yeah, and and uh, I, I think that there is, like, we usually we always try to understand why people are doing things yeah. differently than yourself, or or not differently, just like. Uh, how come this person is so great at this thing? Yeah. Or how come this person is so bad at this or thing? Or why do they have or, this taste? Or why do they want their homes to look like this? Or why do yeah. like, what we, were they thinking? It's, it's, it's just our whole. I don't know why it is such a hobby for us to kind of put like understand the workings of other people's brains. Like why why are we so interested in other people? Like th- we're just th- like th- so curious. Yeah, exactly. But it it, it can be fun also because like uh, if you see a phenomenon, you're, you can say that is. That like kind this. of person, yeah, that is yeah. because they do this, but that's because... Yeah. But Jenny Jenny uh, uh, coined the phrase bespoke people. <laughs> people that... Maybe we should uh, explain... Should we go from the beginning? I what, just, what happened? I just want to explain what the word bespoke is in case someone is not like... English oh, yeah. is not different. True. So bespoke is basically like custom made. Yes. So for example, if you, if you are going to run away to a kitchen... Instead of just buying the IKEA, you know, off the shelf, yeah, kitchen. with the this is the size you get, standardized mm. size from IKEA, you get someone in to like bespoke your kitchen with your exact measurements for your yeah. exact customize, uh, customize, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, so, so what what happened the other day was that so uh, we don't have a car mm-hmm. yet, mm-hmm. but we will get a car very Yay! soon. Uh, so uh, when I'm going all around England to shoot these houses. Uh, I rent cars um, from uh, uh, from private uh, private people. <laughs> I, I, I I rent car from cars from from people you know the, through apps like Turo and Get Around. Um, so you basically, basically can, you pay to use a, a person's car. Yeah, exactly. If, if like if you have a car and it, you just use it once a week, but you still have it, then it's like yeah, I might as well rent it out to mm-hmm, people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that might actually pay for the car. Yeah, it definitely probably does yeah. in, in in many cases, uh, and uh, uh, you know, just like Airbnb, these people have you know rules and they have ways to do stuff. Like yeah. uh, usually, when you get to the car, uh, 
you take a couple of photos of the car and then you can unlock the car using the app, which is super simple. Or some people are using lockboxes. So basically you open a lockbox, there's the key and then you get into the car. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, everyone has their idea. And then <laughs> I rented a car the other day and it was... It was such a hassle getting the key and leaving the key. Yeah, uh, which was weird because she had she, she had like lent her car so many times and she had so many like she has had really high reviews. Oh and yeah, everything. she had great reviews. It just said on many of the reviews, yeah, a bit of confusion confusion <laughs> when when it came to the key. But it's like it's a good car. Yeah, it works. Yeah, nothing, no problems. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so this time it was like. Four days before I was going to uh, uh, get the car, uh, we have, I, I was like, oh, thank you for letting me uh, rent your car. Uh, everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Let's, let me know so how, do, to, how do, to pick do, it up do, or do something Do you usually like send you like a standardized email with like... Oh, yeah. Every, everyone has, you know, just like an Airbnb or something. It's like, here's the key. How's, here's how it works. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So you have uh, all the information in one place. Exactly. Super, super simple, super easy. This person, she sends like four days before I'm supposed to get the car. She sends uh, a message saying, um, because I was going to get, I needed the car at like 5 a.m. So she was like, "Uh, since you need it at 5 a.m., I might drop off the key the day before. Yeah, uh, at, in our flat. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, or do drop off basically, yeah. or something. And I, I was like, "That's great. Let me know how you wish to do this." Basically, mm-hmm. and then uh, the day after, I get a message from her saying, "Okay, great. Nothing else." I was like, "Okay." The, the day after that, you know, we're getting closer and closer. And I was like, "I just need the information before picking up the yeah. car." Basically, and the, and, and the night before, you still had no idea. If you're gonna get the key, if yeah, you even have a on, car, it, yeah. it was just like the, the, super the confusing. The day when she was supposed to give me the key, I sent her three messages just saying like, hey, you know, with like five hours in between, you know, like, hey, just checking uh, like uh, how will we do it with the key drop off. Yeah. Second messages, uh, I, I say, okay, uh could you let me know? I can come and pick it up. You know, I'm like doing everything I can, kind of. And this is after four days of just like weird messages mm-hmm. back and forth. Uh, and then I sent another one and five hours late, like in the evening, I'm sending like, okay, so I really need to know now because I need the car in 10 hours. Yeah. That's when I'm picking it up. So could you let me know? Or like, I if I don't know by now, I need to book something else yeah. because... I need to know if you're and and uh, then like half an hour later, you know, I, I get a message saying like, oh, I, I, I can uh, I can drop off the key now. Uh, and I'm like, oh, OK, great. Uh, will, will we bring the car as well? And it's like no answer. And, uh, y- you know, it just takes longer and longer. There's more messages. And and um, in the end. She comes to drop it off. And it's like, you know, it's it's three stops from, like tube stops from yeah. where she's uh, she has the car. And she, she sends me a message saying she's in central London. So she has to get all the way to us and 
then get home again. So uh, she's like, okay, I'll, I'll come and drop off the key. And this is like Sunday evening at 10 p.m. Yes. And you yeah, need the yeah. car 5 a.m. Monday morning. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, I need to go to bed. But but so she she comes, uh, she rings the door uh, downstairs. I, I go down and open for her. And she is on the phone mm-hmm. whilst, I'm do- whilst I'm doing all this. She's on the phone with someone. And she has like, you know, shopping bags with her. Mm-hmm. And she has the key in hand to to hand it over to me, and I'm like, you know, this is this is a person that ha- does ten things all the time. This is pro- this is a hustler, someone yeah, that yeah. hustles a lot, and yeah. like probably has like I one of these people that probably says I have seven businesses, yeah, yeah, yeah probably, yeah, yeah. and yeah. this is one of them mm-hmm. basically. So she hands off the key. I'm like, great. Uh, she's like, uh, and you know where the car is parked, and I was like. Uh, yeah, it says in the instructions that it is on this street or that street. It's like two small streets mm-hmm. uh, where it's supposed to be. And she's like, she's like, okay, great. And then half an hour later, she sends me a message saying, it's on another street. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, okay, great that she tells me at mm-hmm. least, you know. So I don't walk around at 5 a.m. trying to find this car. Yeah. Uh, and then she's, she sends another message. So, so she's, she's, helpful it's just like too bespoke yeah. th- handing over this key uh, so after a while she's like you know 11 p.m I, I don't know when it is uh, or must be a bit earlier she's like you know what i'll just come come and drop off the key, uh, the car for free Why? and, and I'm, I'm like Why? that that is super nice of her yeah, just but, just to do that why? but it's like there's no reason for her to do that yeah because she's on the phone and she has bags you know so yeah it's late at night on a sunday i needed a 5 a.m and it's like so it's super nice she goes uh so she goes home takes her spare key and drives the car (laughs) places it outside our our building and then uh hands off uh and and then just like yeah it's outside now yeah takes the tube home perfect for me yeah. to just pick it up in the morning instead yeah. of like getting a, a train at 4 30 a.m or something so super nice but like confusing that then i'm using the car all day then when i'm gonna hand it back there's no instructions on how to hand it back mm-hmm. it says park on one of these streets basically mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i an hour before i'm getting back i'm, I'm telling her i'm like just so you know i will be back in an hour just like I've, I've booked it for that time, so mm-hmm. it's nothing weird. Gonna gonna go get get back with the car with the, with the car and everything. So I leave the car with. Uh, so that's an hour before I go and put petrol in it, and then I go uh, and park it. And I'm like, still haven't heard from her, of course. Mm-hmm. So I try calling her. Uh, goes directly to voicemail. I call her. You know, five so, times so because I'm sitting in the no, car. You have no instructions on what to do. She it only says park on the street, but it doesn't say what to yeah, do. Yeah, and then uh, then uh, drop off keys basically. Okay. So I'm like sending her messages like, where should I drop the keys? Where where are you? Where you know like it, many messages and just like calling her a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the end, I was like, okay, I'm gonna lock the key and I'm gonna go home. You can pick up the key at my place. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, because it's like three degrees outside and it's just like... Well, you can it's, just it's, hang, you're already it's, hanging it's, around. It's, for like... it's uh, late in the evening as well. So I'm like, yeah, I just need to go. So I start walking towards the the, the tube station. Uh, and of course, then I get a message after waiting in the car for her for half an hour. Yeah. Then I get a message like, uh, hey, um, 
you can like she's like oh are, are you still around you know she never says you know information it's almost yeah. like you know just three words like yeah. are you still around i'm like no I, i'm i'm at the, at the station basically uh and she's like okay um i'm like are are you around can i leave the key with you somewhere and she's like uh you can could you please go back to the car and leave the key in the glove compartment close the door and i will uh, lock it uh uh remotely okay and i'm like why isn't this information yeah. like the first thing that says in the drop of yeah. information basically so you wasted like an hour of your evening just hanging around walking to yeah. the station walking back again walking back again yeah yeah and then i uh, i leave it in there i'm like i've left the key uh, so you can lock the car now great i'm going home mm-hmm. And so I start going back to the station again. <laughs> and when I start, uh, when I'm like halfway there, I get a message like, could you check the door that is locked? Because I've locked it now. And I'm like, <sighs> I can't leave it open, of course. Yeah. So I, I, oh go, I go back you again didn't even tell me this and just like try the door handle. And then like, yes, it is locked. Oh my God. And you know, like this, this isn't, this isn't the, the worst experience ever. It, w- it was stressful and annoying, of course. It's it's not the worst thing. But when I told Jenny about this, she's like, it's bespoke solutions. <laughs> and you, Everything you, you said, I don't need a bespoke solution. We have had this happen, like, in the beginning when, when we rented, you know, some Airbnb. Yeah. And it's like, usually with an Airbnb, it's like, this is how you do it. This is where you get the key. This is mm. how everything works. But, but that time, it was just like, we couldn't get a hold of the person that had the flat and we would yeah it was just Everything. a nightmare we no, told this, think, that story before i think that this and it's, is probably it's bespoke people bespoke solutions from bespoke people on how to because she rents her car out probably you know three times a week or yeah. something like that so this happens to this this complication happens to her three times a week yeah. and i don't understand it. For me, it happens once when I'm renting the car from her. From for her, this is like a daily thing. Yeah, yeah. That it's like, oh yeah, it's always. We, I always have possibly, seven things yeah. that can go wrong and but, that will go wrong. But I think that we have just like put our finger on. on that maybe, was a long story. Sorry, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, I think we just put our finger on maybe one of the most Swedish things ever, like Swedish concepts ever. That you know, when people offer bespoke solutions, that is a positive. But if you're Swedish, you're like could I please have the standardized version? Like, we want standardized solutions. We we do not want bespoke. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, make, make it easy for me. Yeah, just, and you know, when I think about it, our whole life, David, is extremely standardized. We do exactly the same thing the same way all the time. And yeah. we, we calibrate every situation yeah. to make it easier, simpler. So, for example, I know exactly how you want me to make your coffee. Exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't, like, try to experiment with it. I know that there's a standardized version to your coffee, to how to fry your tofu. To, mm-hmm. Like, I know it's, exactly it's not how you that, want things. It's not that I'm picky. It's just like, yeah, of course you do no, because you do want, it the you, thing you, the way you, you want it, to. I think it's because, like, we, we work such crazy hours. So, for us, everything is just about saving time. Uh-huh. Like, like time efficiency uh. and you can't do bespoke if you want to save time yeah. it's like those two are enemies um when we work with brands yeah there is is uh bespoke brands and not bespoke and, and brands, brands. <laughs> because, yeah, because like uh many of the things we do 
Yeah. You know, we work with Squarespace all the time. They're like, this is what we want. This is how you do it. And we're, we're like, this is what we can provide. This is how we do it. And then it's like... Simplest ever. Yeah, exactly. So, so good. And there, there's also sometimes a difference between working with an agency that takes care of a brand because the agency tries to simplify it and make it yeah. easy for, for everyone involved. So that can be easy. But sometimes if there's a brand coming in that is taking care of this whole solution themselves and they have probably not worked with uh, influencers that much, yeah. they you know want this you know incredibly complicated bespoke solution yeah. and there's you know like a thousand long emails back and forth so yeah. in the end you're like i have no idea what they've said in email number 37 yeah, yeah. and they have no idea what you know so it just creates this ball of confusion because because we, because are, we, we always, always just say like this is how we do it so yeah, the easiest he, for everyone if you just get on board you've seen our videos yeah, do you like the way we do we, it then we just send just do it. a video the ad starts here yeah. and it ends here yeah this is what we do yeah do you like it you and know then you say <laughs> yes and then we agree and then they yes, start yes. coming it's with usually them. like could we do agree? this yeah exactly you know, the bespoke, like, oh, could the bespoke we, could person we? Yeah. their favorite expression is could we do you would it be possible to do you think we could yeah it's always like can we like pull it a little bit here pull a little bit there yeah. and it's with... it it doesn't have to be that they sometimes it's just like that people just ask for more all the time but this doesn't have to be that people no. ask for more it's just like people that complicate things yeah. and it can usually be someone that works for a brand or something that has you know very little to do at work yeah you know they, they have they have not enough work yeah so therefore they have to try to, to they're ambitious and they try to find work yeah, uh, to, by so complicating I t- things. No, so I, can totally, I mean, I can totally understand if you as a brand mm. want a bespoke solution because you want it to be like as fitting for your uh, brand, your strategy mm. as possible. So, I, I mean, that's not that's not strange at all. No, no, want, no. Yeah, it's yeah, just like it, it makes our work so much harder because we are extremely standardized. I, I mean, we must sound like the most boring people ever <laughs> after this segment because it's like we we want it to be as uniform no, but as possible I, I think everyone in the world wants that you no know, no you know, one wants if, that if no I'm, one wants if that. i'm taking the tube into central london yeah i don't want to go down to the tube station and think okay f- number number one where do i get a ticket mm-hmm. and how do i get a ticket mm-hmm. no no i just want to go there blip my thing, card yeah. and go through you yeah. know i don't need a bespoke solution for for things no, like that's that, true. And, that's true. And and uh, and also, you know, when you go to okay, this is this is this is how like now I'm gonna show that we are boring when it comes to this because you know when you go to a restaurant, yeah, and the 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 waiter comes up and the first thing they say is like, so have you been here before? Do you know our concept? And I'm like, ugh, it's always a, a concept. <laughs> Can I order from the menu and get the food I want, please? Does it have to be a concept? Yeah, yeah. You basically you Does walk around in this circle a... and and do a cartwheel, and then you can go to that person and get one thing, and then you. Yeah, it's like, and then you you we we flip the order of these things, and when you get there, you have to like try. And, and no, no, I just I just can we? Just, I I'm here to talk to my friends while I'm eating food. Is that a good enough concept? We've done it before. Can we please just do it again? We're, we're also have the, you been here before do you know the, how it works we're also the kind of people that sit down and when we order we say can we get the bill immediately no we're not we're definitely not and, and I, actually david i'm lying now mm. because 
when someone comes up to me in a restaurant and says that, have you been here before? Yes, you're lying. You are lying. Yes. Yeah, because secretly, I do love that. I yes. do. No, Jenny, not every time, Jenny loves but I do that. love it. Because Jenny, and also, Jenny and also. loves to have a long discussion with the waiter. <laughs> I do. Discuss, I do. Uh, because if there is a waiter that is... Because Friendly. usually, if, if you're a waiter, it's like, yeah, you have good days, you have bad days, and sometimes you just don't care about your job or whatever. But some people are, you know, are super passionate yeah. and like... Jenny, st- they start talking to Jenny, and Jenny's like, "Okay, let me." Here and we here's, go. Here's some questions yeah. as well. <laughs> because and also, like, I'm not standardized at all. Because do I ever order off the menu? Do I ever? I never. I ask about every single thing and ask, "Can I get the sauce on the side? Can I have this instead of that? Can I combine these two? I never yeah, order off the off. menu. That. Oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah, I order. I do not order from the menu. <laughs> from the menu. Yes. So actually, I'm not sure what I'm talking about. I'm crazy for bespoke. Jenny is a bespoke person. You heard yeah. it here first. The worst kind of person. I am, and I, you know, this is just this is just a revelation. I thought I was being the typical sweet, but you know, come to think of it, don't I always say, "Could we possibly? Do you think we might? Could we change this?" I say that to you all the time. All the time, you're totally correct. You are. I am super, a, uh, like because we, you're marrying I'm, a bespoke person. Oh my god! This because makes I, so much I, sense I've now. Al- I've always said uh, that you're complicating things. Yes. Because because like, like as soon as I, as, as soon as something is figured out with a person or something, Jen, Jenny Jenny always has to change it five times after that that is true and, but that is how dif- could we not see that is this? different than this person with the keys because this person yeah. with the keys she is super unorganized yeah, and no, has 10 things happen at the same time yeah. and everything you're not that you have a super organized life yeah. that you're like what if we <laughs> you, yeah, are, the, you the, are the, the I, brand I'm, I'm that very, complicates yeah things. because i have a very rigid framework yeah. but i do like to kind of switch things around inside of that very tight box yeah but it's, it's How like could we not see that you you've you've become better when it comes to better me what, what as if there is a good and bad here David. yes there is a good and bad here uh when it comes to me because before you wanted like change 15 things within a short period of time for things that we were gonna do yeah and i'm like you know you know and it became a problem because i was like i i can't decide anything here because you're gonna change it yeah that's true (laughs) jen is the type of person here's a a type of person (laughs) here we go jen is the type of person uh, that says you decide but she has yeah. But when I decide, she has ten reasons why the decision can't be done or or just calibrated has to be, has no, to be no, not changed. More like can we can we tweak? I'm a tweaker. No, you decide. Doesn't mean you decide. No, I know <laughs> you're completely right. I'm I'm owning up to it because this is really this is really bad, isn't it? Yeah. And yeah, yeah, it is. It's it, super annoying. It's really really bad that I think that I want you to decide. But I truly, truly don't. Yes. And usually when when you get to the point that mm-hmm. you say you decide, mm-hmm. you have made up 20 rules mm-hmm. before you say you decide. Yeah. So you make up 20 rules and then you're like, you decide. And I'm like, well, I have to fit in these 20 things yeah. that you, you have. So if we, we, uh, we have a Saturday and we're going to have like a nice day together, yeah. I'm like, you decide exactly what we do. But if it's nasty weather, I don't want to be outside. Uh, I don't want to eat anything unhealthy. Um, I 
you know, whatever. Yeah. I, I want this, I want that. You remember that my neck is sore this week, so I can't like do this. <laughs> like, and I just give you all these like prerequisites. Yeah, and then for I'm you like, to consider. maybe I'll cook for you tonight. Yeah. Let's just stay in, cook, eat good food, watch movies. And I'm like, great. Great, great, great. Yeah. That's it for this episode. <laughs> Jenny, Jenny has to bes- bespoke this episode. Am I, am I a bespoke? But I'm, I'm, you know, it, it definitely comes to a point where it's only about pleasures that I'm bespoke. I'm not like that when it comes to work. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. Yeah, it's not, it's not with work and like sorting things yes sorting things out Mm -hmm. that's like let's let's just get this done and over with but if i'm gonna enjoy something i need to bespoke it yeah christ that's bad i didn't know i was like that (sighs) yeah uh thank god you don't work for a brand because then you would be that person saying how about you know you know but you know in my defense when it comes to the waiter thing if a waiter is passionate about their job Mm. and loves the menu want to talk about food and want to talk about the chef exactly how they do this or that i'm just like i'm gonna humor them you know this is your job this is your passion you you have pride in this go for it man like just enjoy yourself but tell me all about the wine you know i want to hear tell me all about the grapes the soil the weather condition this vintage whatever i you know i don't care that much but i enjoy seeing someone being happy in their job i I do enjoy that whatever job it is like if i go to a shoe shop and someone just start talking to me about how my foot is constructed i'm like go ahead i can listen to that like it's fun i'm like this yeah 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 you get impatient you get really impatient just like yeah Great information. I don't have any questions. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here. So when, I said I uh, questions for you. When, but when, what about David? He yes, something, David, yes, somebody complained about this when you're here. When, what about that? Talk about that. Whenever for a, bit. a doctor, a dentist, a person at a shop or at a restaurant or something says, Do you have any questions? I'm always like, No, I understand this. Yeah. Jenny's always like, I have questions. I have here, so here many go. questions. Uh, yeah. anyway. Uh, I was just gonna say you do realize that I'm the one that sounds like a charming person and you sound horrible right now I, I don't think so okay are you team vote David off. or team yeah. Jenny let vote me off. know vote off let's um, do it bespoke or standardize I think I'm gonna win I think uh, team Jenny's gonna win this one you think so yeah yeah, yeah. okay no actually uh, I don't think I'm gonna no. win I think I think I am the <laughs> okay if everyone was like me, mm-hmm. the world might be a bit more boring. Yeah. There would be no wars, no conflicts. <laughs> there would there would be Yeah, because no standardized dictators stre- have ever been bad for their people. Stre- everything would be streamlined. Uh we would get rid of poverty. Bureaucracy would yeah. be a good thing. Yes. <laughs> no fucking hell. I hate German bureaucracy. <laughs> yeah, German bureaucracy is the worst. Yeah. Like British can be quite daunting as yeah, well but sometimes, but not, German, nothing not even close. German, yeah. yeah. Yeah, here here They're the kings of bureaucracy for yeah. sure. Yeah, here it's more like you know a lot of lawyers with a lot of fancy talk just because yeah. they need to earn their wage. Yeah. I think that's it for this week. That's it for this week. Yes. Um <laughs> For this week, for this month, what's going on? I missed the podcast so much. This was fun. Why don't we do it every week then? Because you're off in Wales oh, shooting houses. It's my fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. You with your rented cars and like it takes up so much time for you oh, to yeah, like yeah, yeah. hang around a tube station waiting for someone to call you back and all of that. <laughs> don't have time for the pod anymore. Too cool for it, man. 
<laughs> Not true. It's Jenny's fault. Uh, thank you everyone for listening today. Uh, um, yeah, we'll be we'll back when we'll be back. See you and soon, guys. Thank, thank you, you for so listening. Much. Take care. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs>